a Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back in to the, that's right, to the one and only RockyMountainATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Race Tech. If you guys want to do some shopping, go to RockyMountainATVMC.com or even better, you guys know where I'm going with this. Click on the link. That's right. There is a banner ad. Only one on KieferInkTesting.com. Click on that and then continue to live your life. And that gives us a snippet, just a slice, like a little slice of apple pie of what you guys are purchasing. Helps us out a lot. Keeps this thing up and moving and running along smoothly. So thank you for those guys and gals that are doing that over there on my website and going to rmatvmc.com. Thank you very much. Uh, don't forget to check out their YouTube channel. I just did a bunch of uh, how-to videos and some pro riding tips. Well, I shouldn't say pro. Uh, vet pro <laughs> riding tips uh, over there on their YouTube channel. So check that out. Uh, we're going to get up um, our YouTube channel up and moving here pretty soon as well. So we're going to put more content up on there. So look out for that. And if you guys want to do some writing, you want to look good, just like I did in the 2023 Yamaha YZ450F intro, go to fxrracing.com. Use the code KKMX35 to save 35%. That's a whopping 35% off anything moto-related over on FXR's website. Great gear. And if you're a lady... You like the moto down? Hit me up, Chris at KieferInkTesting.com, and uh, tell me a little bit about what you're doing, how you're riding, what type of conditions you're riding, terrain, whatever. Just so I know you're a lady and you're not some dude acting like a lady trying to get the better code. But we do. We have a little bit extra discount for you ladies out there. So email me and I will get you that. And of course, Racetech, Racetech.com. Get your suspension and your engine dialed in even better with race tech suspension and engine modifications because they can do it all. They can do uh, vintage bikes. They can do new bikes, uh, all of it. They have all of that stuff right there over at the race tech facility in Corona, and there's all kinds of outlets you can go to, race tech centers all over the North America area, so check those out. And uh, you can use the code Kiefer. That'll save you some money when you check out over at Racetech.com or sales at Racetech.com. Sales at Racetech.com. i got to calm down. I'm excited about this show. And then uh, use that word Kiefer, K-E-E-F-E-R, and that'll save you some money and order what you want. Thank you to all of our 2022 sponsors, Power Motorsports. This show is uh, a little bit about the goat farm and our experiences there. But if you're looking for a new Yami, Power Motorsports has it. You can email me, and I'll get you in contact with David over there, and we'll get you a special, that's right, a special Kiefer Inc. discount. Works Connection. If you've got an older Yamaha, you want to have a better cockpit. Cock. little cockpit. Minus seven down, minus five back mounts, titanium mounts. They are for sale. Kiefer 20 will save you 20% there. Ride Engineering Pro Taper. 6D helmet, screenprintingdone.com. We have some new hoodies up, and they're up on the shop right now, so go check that out. Helps us out as well. Uh, support our brand, and, uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty cozy. So 
Um, go to our shop on my website because screenprintingdone.com does those for us. Dunlop Motorsports, Plum Creek Funding, Blood Lubricants. New blood lubricants are out. Um, you can listen to the new commercial here when we do those commercials and uh, save yourself some money with some oil because oil is expensive. Decal Works, Lit Pro, Fast Company, and if you guys want to do some racing and you're old, preferably if you're over 40, that's right, oldtimersmx.com. There's many different chapters, but you can go check out the schedule. They have their 2023 schedule up. I have personally raced these races. Actually, the guy in studio with me, he's not an old-timer, but they do have uh, support classes for those that are younger and just want to come hang out. So fun for the whole family. Go to oldtimersmx.com, longer motos. Get actually what you pay for. It's nice to get out of there by 2 p.m. and get some long motos in. So go check them out, oldtimersmx.com. All right, well, I'm back from Florida. I am sore as shit. We're going to explain that here in a little bit, but I thought it would be cool to get you a behind-the-scenes look at the goat farm, what it's like to ride there, a little bit behind the scenes of the Yamaha 2023 YZ450F intro. I can't talk about the bike yet because the embargo lifts Monday at 9 Pacific. So Monday at 9 Pacific, you can go to racerxonline.com. You can go to keferinktesting.com. I'll have a podcast about the bike there. Or you can go to Steve's site, pulpmx.com, and get the top 10 things you need to know about your 2023 YZ450F. Holy shit, I was busy on the plane. I was busy at the hotel typing all of these things and getting these things up for you. So utilize those because there's many different things, and not one article is the same. So Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Go check out all that stuff at your favorite. That's right. You know what your favorite is, Racer X, Kiefer Inc., and Pulp. That's your favorite media outlet. Go check them all out and learn about the YZ450F. But you guys always ask me, hey, what's an intro like? Uh, what do you guys do? Is it just a big blow fest? What is it all about? So I'm going to break you down my time that I spent at the goat farm from the time I left the high des, from the time I got back all the nooks and crannies that you normally don't get to hear on other media outlets. So all the fun that we have, all the bullshit and the shit talking that goes on, what exactly Yamaha provides for us, what we actually do. So there's a lot of things that go on. It's an action-packed, I would say, three days. I left Sunday. I got back last night, and it is uh, that was Wednesday night. So an action-packed three days, and we're going to go over it. And I brought my guy in here because he's emo as hell right now. <laughs> Because he's got an injury. <laughs> so he needs a little bit of dirt bike love in his life. Aiden. What's up, guys? How are you? You all right, man? You going to make it? <sighs> I don't know, man. I got until January. We got a couple months of So struggling. Aiden, if you guys don't already know, Aiden broke his, I don't know how, scaphoid, scaphoid on his wrist. And little did we know, like, here's my fault. Like, every time you get injured, I go, you're fine. Yeah, I was not fine. <laughs> yeah, I go, you're fine. You didn't break your wrist. He <laughs> broke his wrist three different times. Every time he's broke a wrist, I go, nah, it's not broke. Only one time I knew it was broke is actually deformed. Yeah, that was legit. Right. But the other two, I'm like, Dad, this doesn't look right, Dad. Like, I don't think like, I can barely move this thing. No, man, you're fine. It's jammed. Yeah. It's jammed. Can you move your wrist? Do this. I can, like, barely move it. Well, I'm trying yeah. to be positive, dude. Oh, yeah, dude, you're fine. It's jammed. I don't want to, like, see you hurt. I go to the doctor, and it's like, no, nah, it's broken, dude. I'm like, yeah, man, it's jammed. Well, Jammed. it wasn't broke. It was cracked. It's cracked. Yeah. You have a crack, which, whatever. It's cracked. So It's cracked. It's broke. It so gets... we had to go to surgery mode. Yep. First surgery ever had. Yep. Um, you got a pin in it and mm -hmm. a screw. Yep. And the doc said about three months because the lack of blood flow. So Aiden's in a cast right now. He's going to be emo. 
And from what I heard, I talked to Christian Craig and a bunch of guys that had this injury. It's, it's a pain in the ass because the lack of blood flow. So we're on calcium pills. We're on rest. We're on uh, emo time in the bedroom. We're watching Bennett's War. We're all fucked up. <laughs> so it's not good. If you're watching Bennett's War, dude, you know There's that you're, you're desperate for some content. Right Pasha, now. where you at? I mean, no hate comms to Pasha. I, I, I watched it, and it, was, it wasn't bad. I mean, look, let's face it. How many... How many motocross movies are actually really good? I mean, they're good in their own way, but they're all cheesy. Yeah. But it's good cheesy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, anyway, I brought Aiden in to talk about it. He wants to learn what, what, what goes on. You've been to some intros with me, but you've never been to a flyaway intro, huh? Yeah, Redbud. Oh, yeah. That okay. was, like, the only time. Okay, so, yeah, I guess you have been. Redbud so. and Wa- Washington, but we didn't fly. We just drove. So, yeah, okay, well, then I just basically brought you in because uh, I feel sorry for you. It's so you're, you're going to have to listen to Aiden <laughs> talk a little bit. And if you have some questions during the show, let, let us know. Yeah. Uh, because I downloaded you a little bit last night when I got home, mm-hmm. but this is going to be a step-by-step uh, what went down, what goes down at um, an intro. So, And to give you a little bit of what goes on at the goat farm. So I don't know how many times uh, you guys have been there. Chances are you've never been there, but... I was lucky enough to visit. Don't know if I ever get to go back, so why not talk about it? Um, so with these intros, they're usually planned uh, two months in advance. We get something from uh, usually the manufacturer or the, the agency that they use, the marketing agency that they use. They schedule all of us to go at certain times. So in this particular Yamaha intro, uh, we had about seven or eight, I think eight media outlets in the first wave, and then the second wave happens right now. So the second wave is actually going on right now, and then I think there's a little bit less of a, of a media outlets there. But uh, and then we have an embargo, so that way everyone has enough time to get their information out equally. Because when we first started going to all of these podcasts and websites and things, people were trying to rush and post their shit up first, so everyone could look at their. Uh, their tests, so you get those good numbers, so you can sell those to the advertisers, right? Because that's how that side of the things work. You see your views, you show that to your advertisers. Look how many views we got. You should sponsor us. You should advertise with us so we can get money. So this way, everyone is done equally. It's up to you guys which outlet you want to go to, which I would assume you guys would go to most of them and not just one. That's how I think it would be. Everyone thinks, oh, the shootout's the best or this is that. But... I feel like most of you guys that are enthusiasts are going to all of these outlets, including mine, to see what we are putting out to get the most information. Now, if you guys are just going to me or MXA or Swap, that's fine too. Um, but I feel like it's like a car crash. Like you, everyone wants to watch it, right? Yeah. So, do you go to other outlets? I don't. I'm do you honest. even read testing stuff? I don't. I'm wow. gonna be honest. I don't. You don't I watch read, like you don't read tests. No, the only only wow. thing I I don't read. I usually just watch. You don't it. read. Shocking. I don't read like the test. I usually just watch it on YouTube. Oh my god. Yeah. Do you read anything? Have you read the book that B J Smith gave you? I actually have been. Have been. Yeah. When's I the actually, last time you have been? Uh, the other day I started reading because I'm like, well, I got free time on my hands, so I'm gonna pick it up and. Uh, I hear that when you do that. So don't. start trying to read it. Really? Push yeah. that mic closer to your face. There you go. Um, well, I feel like you need to read or at least do some of these things. So whenever, in case your career doesn't work out, you need to start doing this stuff. Yeah. I think it's wise to read about it. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. Well, so we started. We flew to Tallahassee, which was a nightmare. American Airlines sucks balls. So we all ended up got there late, and uh, Yamaha flew us in for a couple days, not just one day, which is kind of nice. Uh, usually we get one day to ride. At the KTM intro, we had one day to ride. Yeah. We get there, and it's kind of rushed, and you got to go through all your shit, and it just sucks. Especially when you ride a good track like Redbud or you go to the goat farm. You want more. You, than, want, you want more time. So we had one full day of riding, but actually we had enough time the prior day. So on Monday when we got there, um, we got to tour the facility. So we got a big tour of the facility, and then we got to shoot static shots of the bike and get all that stuff out of the way. So when we come back the next day, we just can get on it, get on with our lives, and start riding and testing. So for the first day we arrive, you pull up. And, man, let me tell you, it's about a 25-minute drive from Tallahassee. and You go over the Florida-Georgia line. You're actually in Georgia, Cairo, Georgia. And um, Davey Millsap's old house, not the Millsap's training facility, but Davey Millsap's house is actually right next to the goat farm where he grew up riding, where Colleen was whipping his ass. And the track is still there. The Supercross track is there. The outdoor track is there. It's overgrown, but it's all shaped and, and looks like it's ready to ridden if you can just back drag it, yeah. which is pretty cool. Um, so you're out in the sticks for me as a California boy, it's really cool. I feel like I could live out there because I'm out off the grid a little bit. Um, I have internet, I have Amazon, I can get groceries. I feel like I don't need to go anywhere. I have a track would be basically moto heaven for you and I, we could just be out by ourselves, have a shop, have this track. I would never leave. Mom would go do stuff and we would never leave. We would never leave. No, no, no. It's, uh, the dirt. In that area is sand clay mix. There is a couple things that are a little bit different on the goat farm. They did bring in dirt years ago. So there actually is a clay supercross track, and there's more of a ruddy, softer track, which the guys were riding that day. So when we arrived, most of the team, not all the team, was there riding. So we had Gilliam Ferris, which I didn't know he was on part of the team next year, which he is. So he's part of the team now. Yep. Okay. Nate Thrasher. Yep. Levi Kitchen. Yep. New recruit Daxton Benick, which was – which we were supposed to not shoot him. Then I said it was okay. So we didn't really know what to do because he was there and no one really said anything about it. It wasn't, a re- it wasn't out there yet. The PR wasn't out there. Yeah. Uh, but as the day went on, they just said, fuck it. And just shoot him, whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter. So yeah. he was out there, uh, Ferrandis and his wife. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, at, as, as far as wives go, she is, she's up there. She is up there. She was uh, help, and God bless her, man. These wives, they do all kinds of things for their riders, and she's out there with shorts, and you got all these pervs, these media pervs out there, right? And they're just watching her. And I get there, and of course, the first thing I do is I go, well, yeah, this is nice, and the bikes are nice, but hey, look at that. Oh, there's a girl right there. So, <laughs> Ferrandez's <laughs> wife is out there, and all these guys are like, hey, what's up? What's up? Trying to talk to her. Um, which is, you know, typical of moto dudes, right? But yeah, she's out there. Um, helping Dylan. Jeannie Carmichael is there. Uh, you got Swanee. He's out there. It, it's basically like just like a shit ton of riders and a shit ton of mechanics. <laughs> and it, it's just a lot going on. <laughs> like, I do not know if I'm a rider, if I like that style of training. Why? And I, and I wanted to ask these guys when I was there because I just feel like it's just too much. Like, oh, Danger Boy was there, too. Yep, Deegan was there. Deegan was there. So, dude, you got all these guys on the track, which helps, I guess, in the racing standpoint of things. But it's just every day the grind and, and mentally, I think I would want to relax and have, like, one or two 
three max of dudes riding. Like, it's just quiet. It's, it's chill. But, man, there is shit going on everywhere. It's like a football team doing a practice. <laughs> so all these guys gear up at the same time. They have a locker room, which is bitching. They have a locker room. Yeah, they have their own locker room. Oh, damn. So they get in. They have their own locker where their stuff is. I walk in. You see the boots on the locker. You see the helmets. Uh, there's a bathroom. There's showers, like three showers. Really? Yep. Um, so that is that part of it's really cool. Everything is there. Um, so they gear up and they all go out at the same time. Yeah. So they get a warm up. All of them are warming up. All you hear is death whines <laughs> everywhere. YZ250Fs just death <laughs> whining. It. The new thing nowadays, I guess, is to rev your engine in the air before you land. Yep. I do not understand it. Yep. It, it's like it's not a. It's it's like okay, I'm gonna pretend I'm a triple. Okay. All right. So you come out, and I can't do a four-stroke sound, so I'm going to do a two-stroke sound. Okay. So you, you roll the bolt, and then before you land, like in the middle of the of the jump, like in the middle part in the air, it's... Yeah. It's not like a wide open. It's like a quarter it's, throttle. Yeah, half throttle. It's like a... I do not know why they do that. And I need to ask this question, too. So that was going on. Um, and then they all come back at the same time. It's like everything is in is a uniform thing. Yeah. So we watched them a little bit. The track was brand new. By the time the track, they were done, the track was hammered, like ruddy. So I think that is a plus for racing because the track gets hammered. There was a black marks going through the whoops. So the, I wish Dallas would have got a shot of this because there's rubber tires all the way through the whoops by the time they were done. I probably would have found a so way. So it was actually them. a little bit California-ish at the end. Yeah. Ruddy and then hard. So... Yeah, make sure. The top track, they have three tracks, three supercross tracks to choose from, and a big outdoor track. Um, so they're on the top track right by the shop. They did that. Um, Ferrandis looks really comfortable on the new bike. He says he loves it. Of course, everyone says that. But after I riding it, and I can't talk about it yet, but he just, Ferrandis says he could do stuff on the supercross track that he can't do before. He can move around. It opens his lines up. He can cut down better. So the chassis for him leads itself to that Um it leads itself for that attribute yep. to him. So he can get some more out of that chassis versus the older chassis. Uh, he also, from what I hear, changed his bar setup. So Do you what? remember how Dylan had those ape-hanger-looking oh, yeah. bars? Yeah, freestyle bend. Yep, so that I, he went back down to race team bend, okay. which is what you would run in before you went to SX Race. Yep. So they're sponsored by Pro Taper, sponsor of our show. Yep. Uh, he went to a race team bend, which is a 996 equivalent bend. Which is relative. It's still ninety-two millimeters in height, but not as much um, as the uh, old bars he's running. So there is rise and there's height. He has the height of ninety-two, but the rise is not as much as his old bar. Yeah. So I think what he was running was like a, a Henry Reed or a Wyndham Ben or something. So it was pretty tall. So he looks better on the bike. He's more forward on the bike. The things I just notice when I ride. Yeah. Or when he's riding, uh, he's not. Um, He's more like he he doesn't have to tap his rear brake as much, so he's more forward on the bike. Just looks better and more comfortable on the yeah. bike. So that is evolving. So all these guys were riding, and of course, all of us media idiots are out there taking photos and posting them up, blah blah blah. So we do that and we watch him ride, and then uh, whatever you're doing, it's 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 hitting that wire. It's it's this it's yeah, this we'll thing. Stop doing it's that. this thing. Well, don't do it. I'm not not doing it. I'm just it's every time I move. Well, don't move. <laughs> Great radio. Great radio show. Uh, and then after that, the Yamaha had us into the shop, which we'll talk about the shop in a minute, but 
where the rigs get parked. They set up all of our bikes in there. They set up chairs. And then they do um, a presentation about the motorcycle. So Travis Preston, Stephen Butler, and I gave Travis shit because you know how much Travis loves to talk. Yeah. Travis, he's actually getting re- he's getting a lot better. Really? Yes. Um, Stevie Tarkowski. God, I, I I always say his name right. Tok Tarkowski. Tokowski. No. Tokarski. 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 There it is. Tokarski. Tokarski. And all the Japanese engineers that were a part of the project were there. And of course, the 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 marketing agency that Yamaha uses was there as well. So Tyler and Remy. Were there? I, I Remy no is a, a good-looking blonde girl. She, you would you would have liked her. She just graduated college. Oh, I got the whole four one one on her. Okay, perfect. Graduated college, mm-hmm. um, majored in the marketing side of things. Now she's working for this marketing agency, and of course, all of this, all those, media, all the dudes are creeping on her. Pers, well, hey, what's up? You know, just Chris Johnson, everybody. Uh, uh-huh. So, um. That Travis and Steve get up and talk about the bike, which is nice, okay? So when I go to these intros, people, most of the time I do get some spiel about the motorcycle, and they show the parts that they have, but it, it's, it's rare that I get some real-world testing feedback or past tense uh, prior production feedback. So it's nice to hear from me, I'm a tester, how it was in pre-production testing, why we chose this part, this is direction we went because of X, Y, Z. So I got a lot of that out of the presentation, which for me, I like. Yeah, I respect that. I, I like more of that in presentation. So Stephen Butler and Travis Preston did do all that. They went over the whole bike, um, what was changed. And if you guys don't know, and I can say this, is if you have an older Yamaha, your front wheel, your rear wheel, your shock, your fork, and your muffler will fit the new bike. Everything else, your SOL. Okay. Um, so after the presentation, Jeremy Coker from Star Racing Yamaha is the 450 manager side of things. And Brad Hoffman, I think is his name. Brad Hoffman was there. So Jeremy took us around the shop. Um, we got to go see uh, the engine room, which was a no-fly zone, so we can't record in there. Yeah. There's two engine guys in there putting engines together. All there is is 250F engines, dude. It's the 450 side is at in Cypress, California. They build the, 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 the 450s in California. Oh, so they're here. Yes. Okay. But all the 250 engines are built there. <laughs> so it's just there. So it's like a dungeon. There's no windows. <laughs> These guys are locked dark. in in the engine room. It's darked out. It smells so good in there, though. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Um, so that's where the magic happens. All right. So those fucking 250Fs that sound bark, barking, 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 uh, those are built in there. Uh, we went to the mechanics area. There's 11 bays. So this team is set up for 11 riders. And I talked to Coker about that. I go, at what point do you just, you know, shut down and be like, okay, man, we can't have any more riders. Because it seems like Star Racing just keeps getting riders. They just keep, keep busting them out. So 11 is the cap. That's, what, that's, all they can, that's all they can house is 11 riders in that area. So there's 11 bays. Uh-huh. There could be 11 mechanics in this area. They ha- that's enough room for that. Uh, the suspension room, where they build all the suspension, they have that. Yep. They have an upstairs lounge where I all the championship that. bikes are, which is cool. They had old uh, Cooper Webb bikes. Yep. They had Jeremy Martin bikes. Uh, they had carbureted 250Fs that Ooh. won championships. Really cool looking, the older ones with the old shroud design and all that. Ooh. They had MX of Nations. All the bikes are in there, which is really cool. And then they have the offices for Jeremy and Brad. And then the parts room. 
They have a huge parts room with all the 250 parts. There's so much shit in there, dude. Like, if you want to know if your FMF muffler system is on back order, it's probably because it's in Star Racing Show. Oh, I saw that. There's just a bunch of, like... There's 50-some mufflers sitting yeah. there. Yeah. It's insane. There's tires. There's bib <laughs> mooses. There's parts everywhere. The huge... All upstairs is a huge 250 parts room, and then there's a 450 parts room that's half the size. Maybe a third of the size. Yeah. Um, and then you walk downstairs, and there's a hallway. There's a locker room. There's bathrooms. Um, there's a lunch area specifically for the mechanics. So the mechanics have their own lunch area. That's pretty cool. Um, and the whole place is just immaculate. It's so, no dirt, no dust. It's it's pristine. So it's not like they take care of their, their riders and their people there. Pretty good. I would say there is an expectation yeah. for the riders. And <laughs> look it. Remember when we were out and you were practicing Supercross? Yeah. And uh, Brad was getting yelled at? Yeah. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. So that is common. <laughs> I did not know that. When we saw that, like, Brad's getting his ass chewed. What the hell are you doing? And they're in his ass. We're like, dude, calm down. The kid is not going to. He just got here. Relax. Yeah. But that is, I feel like that's what you're missing. Like, I'm too nice to you. Like, you need to, I need to get in your ass more. Because <laughs> these riders, are, they're getting their ass, in, they're getting their ass reamed. You need to do this. What are you doing? What the F? So it's like, there's an expectation. Yeah, you have all this nice shit. But hey, guess what? This whole building is built for the riders. You don't perform, guess what? Yeah, clip. Clip. <laughs> right? Yeah. So with some of this cool shit comes pressure, expectation. This is what I've the, the vibe that I got. Hey, we got all this stuff. We're here for you, but you got to do your end of your bargain, mm-hmm. which is bust ass, try hard, do good, train, and well, you know what? You got to go in on the weekend. That's star racing. This is what we do. We put in the man hours, but you got to bust your ass. Yeah. Which is the way it should be. But some riders can't manage that pressure. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to have to learn, dude. You're going to have to be able to manage that. You're going to have to manage that every day if you want to be good. Every day you go to the track, sure, I know, man, there's going to be pressure on me. I got to do these things. But you got to be like, yep, that's what I do. Like every time I went to that double, I was nervous. (laughs) But hey, guess what? You gotta fucking jump it. Gotta what what else are you gonna do? You're gonna go around it? Yeah. No, you gotta do it. Yeah. So that's the kind of shit that happens in dirt bikes that other people do not see. Um so after we got the tour, um Dallas Dunn, my photographer. If you don't know Dallas, follow Dallas Dunn on Instagram. He's a very, very uh beautiful mind when it comes to photography. Beautiful mind. He's a tweaker, not the drug sense, but he just tweaks. He's ADD. a photographer. He's he's just sees shit and it's like he just, he's in a different world than me in the brain space side of things. Yeah. So he shoots bitching. So he shot, um, he got there and he was like a, uh, a crack addict that had this crack in front of him with all the, the greenery and the rolling hills and the orange dirt. Like, oh my God, dude. I Dude, he would leave. Like, I would say, hey man, this is kind of what we need to get done. Okay. And he'd be out there. And then I didn't see him for an hour, dude. I don't know where he was. He's just roaming. Gone. Just roaming. <laughs> Travis would be like, where's Dallas? I'm like, I don't know. I couldn't I even tell know. you, dude. I don't know. I have no one. And then he just run back. Hey, man. What's up? He's like a stray dog that just comes back for He just food. comes back. <laughs> He's like the pit bulls at Carson's. Um, so we shot the, the statics, the photos. All the media was out there. Vital, uh, MXA, dirt bike test, Verb Moto, dirt bike magazine, cycle news. We had a good group of dudes. It was a fun group of guys. Yeah. Um, so that's nice. Oh, God. We should get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. Chris Johnson is calling. 
um, from Vermoto. Maybe we'll get him on the show after we 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 do this and get his side of things because the 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 dinner side of things is really fun. We're gonna get to the dinner side of things with Ryan Villapoto <laughs> and Damon Bradshaw. But um, after that, um, we got a I don't want to say a mule because I don't know what the hell it was. It's, it's some form a rhino. Of it wasn't a rhino, but it was a Polaris or something. It was a car. Uh, Brad Hoffman is the co-owner of Star Racing, um, which I did not know. I thought he was the, the manager, but he's the co-owner. So who's the actual owner? Uh, what's his name? Bobby. Bobby. Bobby is the Bobby. owner. Bobby. Uh, he took us around the property. It's like 90-some acres is the goat farm. Um, we went and saw Ricky Carmichael's Boneyard. Which is cool. Where like Big Rick buried uh, some parts out there that you know the legend says there's other shit buried in the ground. He will not speak of it. When Suzuki, when, when Ricky was on Suzuki's, things would blow up or things would just wouldn't be good. And Suzuki would be like, "Hey, well, we don't want it, so you can do what you want with it." He went out and buried it. So, so there's, there's all some... kinds of factory shit laying out in the trees. All right. There's a pond with a with a boat. There's an alligator there's somewhere. An alligator. Somewhere in there. Oh. Um. The way they, they made the track, the drainages, the ponds, is, is very articulate. It's very cool. That's what the most – I was really excited to hear about how the drainage was when it would rain, how they would pump the water. It's really cool. Um, so he took us around the whole property. There is a line of, of trees that are huge, huge pine trees, I want to say on the east side of the track, that y- – you would not even know they were planted. They were planted by Ricky and his, the family 20 years ago when they were there. And really? they were just small little pine trees, and they're humongous, dude. And there's that whole side of it was planted with trees, so the sound wouldn't go over to the neighbors. Oh, that's... Oh. So that was kind of cool. It's like we got to see all the trees, and they're lined up perfectly. So you know they were planted at some point, but you could see what 20 years have done to those trees. And they're yeah. just humongous trees, and that's basically for a sound barrier. Um. So, yeah, that was basically our day on Monday. And then what we do is we go back. We have, like, a little free time. And what I do is I go type or I go answer emails and I do those things. And then we go to dinner. And this is where the fun stuff comes out. (laughs) So Yamaha invites brand ambassadors to, you know, hang out with us, to ride if we need GoPro video, just to kind of aid in what we want to do. And it's cool to have legends like that in our area. Dim and Bradshaw. David Martinez would nut <laughs> all over Damon <laughs> because he loves Damon. My buddy David Martinez, you probably listen to the show, Fireman Dave. Fireman he Dave. has Damon Bradshaw shit all over his garage. The background of my phone when Dave when Dave calls is Damon Bradshaw. Yeah, like his Apple ID thingy. Everything. Is Everything Damon is Bradshaw. Damon Bradshaw. He has Damon Bradshaw. Jersey. He wa- I'm surprised he's not number eleven or eight or something. I'm surprised he doesn't have a fan page account of him. Right. I I think he's just he might honestly. He might. We just don't know about it. That's true. David Bradshaw's um, page, right? Um, so Damon was there. Ryan Villapoto, the the fastest retired racer of all time, or the best retired, whatever he wants to call himself. I don't know what he calls. I call him Little Fucking Leprechaun. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> he was there. I love Ryan. It, it, if you guys don't know Ryan, and you only know Ryan the racer. I feel sorry for you because he is a great time to be around. Like he's just, he's a no bullshit kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, he's smarter than you think he is, obviously. But then he busts balls. Like if you know Ryan, he is all about busting balls. So my thing is, I don't drink alcohol. I just don't drink. I hate it. Yeah. I don't like the feeling. 
Um, Heather always tries to get me a drink. I don't drink. I go out. People say, what, you don't know? Just don't drink. Just not my thing. So, Ryan, you know, as we get ready for dinner, hey, we need to be down in the lobby at 7 p.m., blah, blah, blah. And people are at the bar hanging out. So I'm hanging with Ryan and Damon. And, and Ryan's like, get this guy a drink. He's texting me, hey, you want to come out and drink water with me? Like, he just busts <laughs> my balls. You know, you need to drink. Don't be a don't be a puss bag. You know, be a, you know, all these things, right? Yeah. So he tells the, <laughs> he asks the, the waiter or the waitress, hey, get this guy a, a Tito's and water or something. And he's drinking Tito's and water. And I'm like, dude, I'm good. I was, you know, so you know what I did to piss him off? What? I ordered a Shirley Temple. <laughs> oh my god you ordered oh my god you're so, you're you're so good i'm like dude i don't care slow tempers are good like it's good time for me so then i just do it's it just to time. amp them up because it's even more femme mm-hmm. to have a guy order a cherry and drink a little little drink Shirley temple little. so then he decided okay hey can you put some vodka in that Shirley temple for him so he talks to the waitress to put that so then i'm like just drink it, drink it. You know, he's up my ass the whole time. He's busting my balls. So I have a little sip. I almost throw up. They're laughing at me. Damon's like, I go, you guys try this. They tried it. They, Damon says it tastes like cotton candy. I'm like, I hate cotton candy. I don't, I'm out. So then they would not let me leave the bar without taking my drink. Yep. So I had to take my drink. So what I did is I had everyone that I was around in the media mm-hmm. take a drink, take a drink. So by the time I got to the dinner spot, my drink was gone. It was gone. I'm like, yep, I drank it. They're like, bullshit, bullshit. I go, Dallas, did I drink it? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I took a drink. I didn't drink the whole thing. You did. So you I wasn't took, lying. Yeah, you took a drink. If it. So then as the night goes on, we eat dinner. It gets tuned up a little bit more. The night got A couple younger. more drinks are flowing. <laughs> Ryan's getting more hyped up. We start to wrestle. <laughs> he, he grabs me. We're wrestling. This is in the bar. The, the the waiter's like, what the hell's going on? We're we're scrapping around on the ground, and he starts putting me in a chokehold. I go, okay, man. So I reached around and grabbed a handful of dick. <laughs> and just grabbed it. I grabbed a handful of leprechaun dick. Yes. So that re- he released the the chokehold. <laughs> and uh, did you anyway, release? That's just kind of some of the banter that goes on that you guys don't know about. It's fun to be around the boys and talk trash. I even had. Uh, I FaceTimed my buddy David Martinez when Damon Bradshaw was there. He couldn't talk. He was like a little schoolgirl with a crush. Uh, 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 hi, 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 Damon. Hi. 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 It was so like nervous. So that was fun. So these are the kind of things that you guys don't get to hear about when you when you watch the intro on Racer X or whatever you guys are doing. These are the fun things that happen away from the track. Hey guys and gals, sorry to interrupt this show, but we'll be right back. We're gonna listen to these commercials right now. Save yourself some money. Do yourself a favor. Just take your time. Take seven minutes. Listen to these commercials, and you'll save some money. Be right back. Screenprintingdone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful T-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some T-shirts made? Yeah, Go to screenprintingdone.com. This is a T-shirt. You can get anything you want on that T-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like "Let's go, buddy." Or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. Screenprintingdone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! Screenprintingdone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about 
two and a half years now. I've had great results. If you guys are looking for some great oil, the Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here, 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and, man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, That'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, Look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So, protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding. 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keeferinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. For motocross riders driven to dominate, the Yamaha YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit Power Motorsports today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. The YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with powerful four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. 
for the look of a full factory ride, just like what you guys see on Saturday night. Both the YZ450F and YZ250F come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition graphics packages, and you can take precision tunability to the next level with Yamaha's exclusive and industry's only free power tuner app. Visit Power Motorsports today, find your Yamaha YZ, and enter the victory zone. Get your new Yamaha at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it on here. That's right, the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Get your best deal and best pricing wherever it is. Right here, North America. I don't care where you're at. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Go visit them, powermotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and dangerous. Why you punish me? Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times, you can reach your full potential, and of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy, that's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text, who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate. And uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. Thanks for listening. We are back with the show. More from The Goat Farm. Um, the next day, we get to the track and we get to ride. Of course, I was dressed, first one dressed, ready to rock. Yep. Uh, I'm re- it's supposed to be ready Riding at 9, I was ready at 8.15. I was dressed at 8.30. Um, so I was like, I'm going out. So I was the first one out. Stevie and I were the first ones out. Stevie was trying to break in lines. And, uh, man, it's an eye-opener coming from the West Coast, bro. We don't have big lips. We don't have big landings. We don't have big jumps like that here in Southern California. No, we don't. When I was there the day before, I wasn't really intimidated because I have uh, I jumped some big jumps recently. Um and I wasn't, like, worried about it. But as I was riding, the sun was in my eyes and some of these big jumps. Oh, so you just can't see it. So I'm freaking out. And as you know, <laughs> as a rider, if you if you lollygag around and not jump things. It just sits in your body the right. whole day. It just gets worse and worse right. and worse. So I'm like, well, I just got to get this over with. Yeah. Because I do not want to be out here in the second session worried about jumping this, this, and this. 
So it's still the goat farm. You, you would think it'd be a little bit deeper. It wasn't ripped as deep as I thought it would be. It's still slick. So yeah. it was watered. So it was good on top, but it was slick, similar to California underneath. So it was slippery. Um, I got most of the big jumps down, which are so much fun. The tabletops are fun, but there was um, one double in the back that was pretty fat. And if you cased it, you it, you're dead. It, done. You're dead. So I tried. I go, Stevie. I'm gonna follow you off it. Um, Tarkowski. Tar- Tokarski. Tokarski. God, he's going to Tokarski. Hate, he's going to hate me when I do this. <laughs> Tokarski. Uh, so I go, hey, I'm going to pace you off it. And I usually do not pace people off of jumps. And I paced him, and he scrubbed it like an asshole. <laughs> and he scrubs it, and I'd hit the same speed. So guess what? You're boner air. I'm Doug Henry Budge Creek <laughs> all over again. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Just... Oh boy, there goes the landing. Boom! Just I'm like, oh my god! Like, <sighs> I stay on the track. I'm like, oh my god! So, the next lap, I go around by myself. I'm like, okay, well, I know how I know how to hit it now, right? But the problem is, there's a, a huge straightaway up to this double, and we usually don't have that long of a straightaway to get in third gear and really get into it. I mean, you yeah. could really go fast off this jump if you wanted to. So it was hard to judge, and I overjumped it times ten, dude. And there was a roller on the next corner inside, and you could go outside with no roller. And the, the, the corner was 40, 50 feet past the double, the landing. <laughs> I landed on the face of the inside <laughs> roller. And I, it, it's one of those times, if you guys have had one of these times, where you're in the air, you're like, I'm dead. I know exactly. I'm going, this is where it's happening. This is where I'm breaking something. I'm cartwheeling right now. And I slam. Boom! My head hits the handlebars. Nothing happened. I was like, oh. oh, all the people that were standing around, like, oh, my God, dude, I can't believe you didn't die. I go, I don't know how the bike didn't collapse and compress and then endo me, like, just kick me off. Yeah. It didn't. So without getting to the Yamaha testing side of things, it is great for overjumping shit. You're good. You're fine. You're good. <laughs> but I get back to uh, – just have everything checked over after my first session because that was my first session. I got everything down. Well, ish. Ish. <laughs> well, after the, okay, let me back up. After I did that, I go, I'm resorting. I got to resort back to someone, pacing someone. So I had to get someone that I could trust. So God bless Josh Moseman. Uh, uh, gr- nice kid, good rider. So I knew he'd be fine. Not Stevie, hop, you know, hyper ass Stevie. I go, man, can I pace you off this thing? Just hit it. To where the fat, just like the minimum speed that you need to go to clear it. Yeah. So then I get behind him and we grease it. I'm like, oh my God, I had to hit it so much slower than I thought. <laughs> because the, 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 the two jumps are so big, it's, it's deceiving, right? And yeah. you go down this valley in this cutout and then it comes back up. So, I mean, it was probably 80 feet. Yeah. Which in the, it wasn't huge, but it was big. It's a, it's a decent jump. But I was like, what is I doing? So then it was fine the rest of the day, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm Kevin, one of them freaking opening ceremony transfers going on Dude, out here. Oh my, I'm just really <laughs> blessed to be back. I mean, thank you. To, <laughs> thank you to Karma uh, for uh, helping me out in this situation. It's like a warning. I get back. Tra- you know, what's cool also, too, a little snippet about these intros, is the whole staff is there to, to help clean the bike when you get back, wipe the rims off, check the sag, do the clickers for you. Um, which is nice because Yamaha has toolless fork compression now, like the KTM's, where you can just turn it. Really? You don't have to use a flat blade. Oh. Um, so you can adjust it yourself, but I forgot. I'm like, oh, shit, sorry. I can adjust it myself. Uh, but Travis went over the whole bike. I dented the muffler. 
Great from job. the compression. Way to go. <laughs> I blew out the spokes. They were still intact. You just, they're, they're just loose. They're all loose. Yep. So we had to go over that. And then I went back out and did almost between Dallas and I. Dallas only went out a couple times, but almost four engine hours of time during the day. That's from 8.30 to almost 4 p.m. That's a lot. To riding. Uh, again, you can go to the other um, podcast and listen about the bike. But I rode a lot. had a lot of time because I needed it to really give you guys the proper feedback on what this bike can do. And, and the fact that it's just a fun bike to ride. And it's a great track to ride. I don't get to ride cool shit like that. Yeah. And it makes you a better rider, things that are tough. Mm-hmm. So um, that pretty much wrapped up the day. Most of the other media guys, we wrapped up about 3, 3.30. By the time we get out of there, it's 4.30 or so. We go back to the hotel, have dinner, and listen to Ryan Villapoto talk shit on me more about not drinking. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so, so that was cool. Uh, but overall, great time at the goat farm. Um, Yamaha. The staff there, Star Racing, Yamaha, it's really cool that they open their doors for us to do it. They're really all very genuine and nice people, so that that was cool. Yep. The area was nice. It was cool to see Jeannie out there. From what I've gathered from Rick, he told me that Jeannie just misses it a little bit, Yeah. and she wants to be out there and help guys, so she still does it, and I think she brings something to the table. Mom asked us this last night. Oh boy. She's like, well, what does Jeannie know about dirt bikes? You know, She's a mom. She doesn't ride. And what I told Heather was like, yeah, maybe she doesn't ride, but she's seen Ricky ride her whole life and other riders come through there, right? And she can see what's going on that is wrong. Yeah. And she knows how to fix it. Or if you're not doing something right, she knows that you're slow. So she comes in with that attitude to where like, hey, I understand what you're doing wrong. I can help you tell you what to do right. You know, I'm not going to show you but i can tell you yeah it's kind of, it's kind of like alden baker alden baker never rode or raced or anything he was a cyclist well no and then also she holds you accountable yeah like hey you're not doing it right guess what we're gonna be here until you are yeah doing it right yeah and that's what daxton and kitchen were doing they both were there genie was in their ass and they had daxton hit the whoops i mean literally when i was there it was 20 over 20 times so it was just constant and then i talked to daxton a little bit he's she's like he's like yeah dude she was grinding me and he's like, the whoops were super slippery. I wasn't doing them right. She helped me do that. So it helps these guys, these riders, to know, hey, Jeannie's out there. She's won championships with Ricky. Ricky's the best of all time. Yeah. And um, I have that in my corner. So that that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then basically it was uh, Kitchen, Swanee, Daxton, and Jeannie. Those are the only four that were on the track the last. That was That was them. And we were, you know, we were doing stuff, and they were still grinding. And I think it was like almost two o'clock, and they were done, and they were out there, at, you know, eight thirty. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it, it's not easy being a professional Supercross motocross racer. We see all the cool shit on the weekends, but on the weekdays, sure, it's dirt bikes, it's fun. I get it, but there comes a point in time where it's a freaking job, and it's a grind, and your body's tired, and your mind is tired, but you got to go out and perform. Yeah, and you got to get better, right? So every day they're out there; they're just not riding like we are, us, you know, recreational riders. They're they're out there to get better. That's the goal. So like you got to remember that when you go ride. I'm here to get better today. Yeah. How do I do that? If it's one thing, how do I get better? I got to get this better. I do that better. All of us like to do stuff we're good at. These guys work on stuff they're not good at. Yeah. That's what makes them elite, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, being in shape because it takes. 
man, it, it takes a lot to be in shape. So um, I talked to Levi Kitchen a little bit. It was cool. He doesn't live too far from the from the farm. Mm. So he's like, yeah, I don't got a lot going on. He's like, I'll come out and watch you guys the next day. So, you know, he was going to come out and watch. Uh, Daxton was there. Deegan and the family were out there. So they, they still come hang out on days that they don't have to ride. And I think their schedule was Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week. Mm-hmm. So everything's schedulized, and the mechanics are there working on, on bikes. And, yeah, it's it's a cool vibe in, in the times, but I think as a rider I would want to be more secluded by myself, like a three-man kind of farm. Yeah. Versus uh, eight to ten. Ninety uh, dudes. Romano wasn't there. Uh, Cooper wasn't there. Tomac wasn't there. Tomac wasn't there, which he's rarely there. Tomac. He's in Colorado. Yeah. Tomac time. Tomac time. Which is proven. He don't need to go there, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you don't, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much the overview of our of our time at the goat farm, and it's, it's a really cool place, man. I'm jealous. I wish we had something like that out here in California, but there's no training we facilities. Have, no, there's not. Nothing. And I don't know if it's because it's it's, it's logistically hard. We got training coaches out here and stuff, but we don't got any facilities. When Brad was up there during um, Brad Hoffman was up there during the um, when the Yamaha was talking about the bikes, yeah, the presentation, uh, he was saying just how easy it is logistically for them to have all of this in Florida versus in California. They had to park their rigs somewhere else. They get in tickets because they're on the street. If uh, one of the mechanics had to go get something. Literally, it's 10 miles away, but it could take them an hour and a half because of traffic. Traffic. So this was just better for them to have all of everything that they need right Right there. there. They had a whoop track. I forgot, just like what Carson built. Um, So it was basically three lanes of whoops. (laughs) And the guys, the Deegan was out there doing whoops. Um, They had a turn track that Ferrandis was starting to ride. I saw that. If you remember that video on Instagram where he started coming back and he was riding his little rut track. Yep. I saw that. That was off to the side of the motocross track, which is really cool. I was honestly wishing we could ride that. It looked really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think the mechanic said they want to build some mountain bike trails through the woods. That would be sick. Yeah. That would be cool. Uh, so, yeah, Duff. Uh, Duff was there. He was uh, talking about mountain bikes, and, and, yeah, it was just a good time. Yeah. So a lot of good dudes over there at the Star Racing Compound and the mechanics. They worked their ass off, the employees. They built the structure. Man, coming from way back in the day when Mathis used to make fun of the team, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, very professional and put together. And when Ricky sold that property, man, they jumped at it because that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to be professional. They wanted to win championships, and that's what they're doing. They're doing it. And you got to have a good platform, right? The YZ250F is great. It hasn't changed for 2023, so I would assume, and I do not know this, 2024 will be an all-new 250F, similar to this 23 YZ450F. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I am uh, right now. I'm sitting here talking to you. I feel like I got hit by a truck because those two over OJs that I did <laughs> have me feeling some type of way, and that way is really shitty. Yep. Uh, my legs. I felt like I did 500 squats. Uh, I had to grab the walls today when I went to go take a crap. Yep. So that was not good. <laughs> uh, and my insides, like my behind my ribs and my core, is super sore. Like. I got some internal stuff going on, man, like bruising or something because, whew, it's it's rough. So we flew home yesterday. The other wave's out there, so stay tuned uh, next week for all the information out there. It's going to be all over on Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific. But very fun time to be uh, doing what I do, and I, sometimes I'm flying back, right, and I'm, I'm typing on the plane Not when I wasn't feeding babies or holding babies. Holy shit. <laughs> it's a whole nother story. You can listen to the Pulp Show this week. We'll hear about that. But 
baby. Uh, it's pretty cool, dude. And and for you kids listening and and even adults, man, like I'm living out things that I always wanted to do when I was your age, Aiden. And then not a lot of people also get to do too. Right. If someone said, "Hey, man, I'm gonna ride where Ricky Carmichael trained his whole life," yeah, I'd be like, "What?" Uh, hey, I'm gonna go do a private day at Redbud. Yeah, that not a lot of people get. To do. You know, um, the guys that I look up to, I'm talking to them. You know, Damon Bradshaw, Villa, no all these guys. Like, it's cool. It's very cool. So sometimes I need to check myself and realize, "Hey, man, this is a really cool thing." And for you, Aiden, something that you need to learn as well. You need to learn how to deal with people, talk, yeah, um, be kind, but also learn another trade. And if that's if that's something you want to learn, like testing motorcycles, evaluating motorcycles, telling people the truth about things, yeah, you need to learn that because if it doesn't work out for you for motocross, we have a back as, as we know is a high possibility. Yeah, you need to maybe learn this. So if you do want to ride for a living, it's there. Mm. People always ask me, hey. Hey, you, you gonna be a racer? I, and I always said I want to, but I don't know if I can. But for me, making it, quote unquote, making it, is being able to ride a motorcycle for a living and get paid for it. Yeah. And I found a way to do that. Yeah. And I never quit. I learned a lot about testing. I learned a lot about evaluations. Dubok helped me. I had a lot of people internally at places help me learn how to write and things like that. My dad taught me how to communicate. Yeah. So you need to learn a lot of that stuff as a 16-year-old because a lot of 16-year-olds are douchebags. Mm-hmm. And if you are a douchebag, I want to beat <laughs> your ass. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that wraps us our weekend at the Goat Farm. Very cool area. Thank you to everybody at Yamaha Racing, of course, and Star Racing. Mike Ulrich, we appreciate it. Uh, Stevie, Travis, um, Stephen Butler. Uh, thank you to the caterers. We had catered lunch, yeah, which was catered. very fun. Yeah, pampered. Um, which was funny. Another little quick story before we head off here. <laughs> One of the big questions that I, I came up with, because, you know, when you're with the boys, you come up with dumb shit on these 20-minute, yeah. 30-minute drives to the track. Yeah. And I asked I asked Ryan and, and Damon and all these people and just, just riders that were there, if you could uh, be a woman for one day, <laughs> would you... Be a woman. You have all the woman parts. Yep. Right? But internally, like, you're you. What you're, would you, you do? You're you inside, but you have a vagina, you have boobs, you have everything that a woman has, the reproduction system. Um, would you do that for 24 hours to know what it feels like to be a woman? And I said I would because that I would want to know so I can understand women more, right? So I asked everyone this question, and God bless the caterer ladies. <laughs> Uh, they were there, and I go, so I switched it up on them. I go, excuse me, ladies, and everyone's like, oh, my God, oh Kiefer, boy. you're going to ask go. them. And I asked them, if you could be a man for 24 hours, would you be a man? And this one lady, she was like, hell, yeah, I'd be a man. I would I would show those women what – I mean, ju- it was awesome. Like, she was really she – was, she was super fun. So all the riders were laughing, and when we were all sitting down for lunch, it was a, it was a good subject to talk about. Most everybody – that I asked, say they would be a woman for yeah. a day, just yeah. to see what it's like. Yeah, who wouldn't? I mean, and the other parts of it too. Uh-huh, but we yeah. won't get to it. In yeah, that. I mean, who wouldn't want? <laughs> I'm trying to keep it a family-ish show. <laughs> I think we're only up to like maybe five f bombs in this show. But. Yeah, maybe. Um, and also, don't forget the dick grabbing too. Yeah, no, I know. I grabbed a grabbing. handful of leprechaun dick. Cock. So. <laughs> <sighs> hey, also though, now you got a story to say. Hey, 
You're not a whole oh. lot of people get to grab Ryan Villapoto's cock. They, yeah. Well, geez. That's true. I don't know if that's uh, that's a proud moment or not. That's a proud moment. You touched a championship date. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Great parenting over here, Kiefer. Awesome. Child Protective Services are going to be knocking <laughs> at my door here in a minute. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining me. We appreciate it. Uh, support our advertisers, please. Uh, they keep this thing up and moving. They have a great sense of humor, obviously. They're with this show. Yeah. Uh, they know what I'm all about. And uh, if you guys have any questions about the bike after Monday, chris at kieferinktesting.com or anything about the goat farm or just a genuine question that you would like to know the answer to, my door is open. Unlike other media outlets where you really can't talk to them directly, you can talk to me directly. And that's how we built this sucker. So to help everyone out there, and just be like you guys. We love to ride dirt bikes, and we get motivated to to ride and get excited about dirt, just yeah. like Dallas Dunn gets excited about green trees and, and orange dirt. Not only that, email me too about anything else. Oh, are we? Are we? How are we doing on that, dude? I I people email me, and I answer them back. But I have what, what's your, what type of questions are you getting? Ah, uh, let's see here. The last ones I've got were like training and stuff, and like people wanted to train me. Or just rent, or just regular people. People want to train you? Yeah, like the Rensland brother wanted to. Okay. He wanted me to come out. But any like questions? Like, um, not like, hey, I want to give you shit. No, no. It was one was why I chose to be on Cowie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's a couple others that I do remember, but I got a lot of free time on my hands, so I want a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, okay, that's great. He has, does have a lot of free time on his hands, so please, Aiden, A D E N, not A I D E N. Aiden at KieferInkTesting.com. A-D-E-N at KieferInkTesting.com. You have some questions. You got a younger one. Um, Aiden will not say the C word in these emails. What C word? Uh, Ryan Villapoto C. Um, no. We, we want to talk about that? No. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, hit him up. He, had, he, he actually is getting better at articulating his words, so hopefully um, he can help you out. And, of course, you want to get some merch. Go on our shop, like I said, or hit Heather up. Heather at KieferInkTesting.com. She can help you. Um, you got a PayPal account. You can pay for everything right there in the shop area on our website. It helps us out and gets our merch out there. So the hoodie is actually pretty comfortable. Did yep. You, did you get a hoodie? I did not get a hoodie yet. I got jacked. All right. Well, we have sizes small through double X, black or gray. Plus, we have other shirts available. And we will do another run of Vietnam Vic shirts because I got a lot of emails recently about more of those. Hey, you okay back there? Hey, you okay back there? Did you no. see the video that Dallas posted? Yes. That is, that, that's funny. <laughs> that was funny. My, my buddy, photographer Dallas Dunn, posted, um, he went to an air show, and then he dubbed the sound that I made. Hey, you okay back there? Uh, in that video. So it was pretty funny because the guy was doing barrel rolls. He turned the plane off. It was so just funny. Just like Vic was doing to me. Holy crap. So, yeah, good times. Um, all right, that wraps it up. Don't forget, check back next week. Everything you want to know, 2023 YZ450F will be out. Keyfering testing, Racer X, and Pulp MX. And we'll see you at the track or on the Pulp MX show this weekend. We're having a Sunday night show, so don't forget to listen to that. And we'll see you at the track. If you do see us, come by and say hi. Vet Nationals coming up. Yep. Big race between Mathis and Darkside. Big race between David Martinez and Eddie Larratt. My guy Eddie's going to come out strong. Lots of stuff. Oh, we and me and Villo had Eddie Larratt stories too, by the way. Oh. Because Eddie was the mechanic for Villo when he was coming up through amateurs. So oh. that was that was a good time. That, that was a lot of Eddie that, stories there. Oh, boy. Um, all right. We'll see you next week. And uh, be good to each other. Ride safe. See you guys. <laughs>